And here we go. So welcome back, everybody, to the weekly stand-up, your weekly destination for all things Asian pop culture and more. Uh, it's your boy Pao. And this is your girl Mika. What's good? Hey guys, hope you guys are all doing great. And it's been a while once yes. again. <laughs> I think it's gonna be a recurring, like every like two or three episodes. Yeah. We'll be like, it's been a while yeah. since we last recorded. <laughs> uh, but, but but thankfully we're we're able to find this like common period of time in our like busy schedules to catch up and you know record as many of these like random random yeah, conversations yeah. as much as possible. Um, and just catch up on what you've been tuning into and uh, following. Speaking of which, what's what's been up, Mika, with you in terms of you know what you've been following recently? Um, twenty twenty two has been full of like really cool content so far. I think since the last recording, mm-hmm. like man, there's so much stuff. Yo. <laughs> Probably needs a separate <laughs> yeah, episode. Dude, like Keshi, <laughs> it's just a catch up. New album, amazing. Uh-huh. What else? I mean, NCT Dream. Third, third album, I think. Yeah. Second album. A second yeah. album. Okay. Um, Jackson Wang, of course. And his music uh, videos, <laughs> always impressive. Yeah, I'm about to like, I'm about to name every member of GOT7 because Mark Twan came up with something. JB I also saw Yugi Yom. Man, and then there's just so much content, and then all the cool, cute. K dramas as well, so I'm following business proposal. Uh-huh. I tried. Well, we'll see how far I go, but uh, I was following a C drama as well called Oath of Love, but then it's getting too fluffy now, so <laughs> I need the stress again. Needs so. needs more drama, yes. Yeah, but um. then that's that. So lots more to come because Suho is coming out with a new album. J Iaj is coming out with something too. So. There's just a lot of oh my gosh, mm-hmm. uh, Shiming Hao from Seventeen released a really nice song called Hai Chung. Man, anyway, there's just so much, and I'm here for it. We should talk about all these like new like I mean you've already talked about God Seven, talk about EXO, talk about J, I guess. Uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to talk about other artists you've discovered more recently, yes, I guess. But what about you? The Oracle, uh, the all-knowing. <laughs> no, to be fair, I, I haven't been catching up on a lot of content until recently, I guess, March. I just got back into a lot of different things, especially in like the K-pop, uh, K-drama area. Yeah, just like you've been catching mm-hmm. up on Business Proposal, which is about to conclude. Yeah. Hopefully, we get to talk about so that in the in a future episode. Yeah, also watching right. 2521, which we'll talk also hopefully to talk about in a future episode. Also been watching actually a third drama which is uh well not really a k-drama but it's wow. very much related to korea it's uh, pachinko which came out on apple tv oh. recently like you especially Mika, will probably like really appreciate it and i guess it's it's kind of a theme that actually anybody can really relate to it because it's about basically the it's based on a book a best-selling novel about a family three four generations of a korean family that uh, went through the you know japanese occupation korea then like the grandmother moved to japan at a young age and then her grandson moved to the U.S. And, and so what's interesting is that the book, I think, does it in a chronological uh, fashion. But the show sort of does it differently. Where it's oh. like you you see the quote-unquote present and the past happening at the same time. So it's pretty interesting, you know, like how different generations sort of connect with each other in different yeah. ways. Um, but yeah, we, we again, talk about that in another episode. Yeah, there's uh, just too much, guys. Yeah, too much. so a lot of... Uh, and those are just the K-dramas. I mean... Um, yeah. Mika, you were talking about all the, the boy groups, I guess, like on my end. Happy to see Red Velvet come up with a new yes, uh, new yeah. music. 
Kwangya, we're just living in Kwangya. Guys. <laughs> that is the Honestly. that is the re- reality. It's not the Matrix. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's it's Kwangya. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Taeyeon. Since we last recorded, I, oh yeah, Taeyeon, Taeyeon's song came out. Uh, Taeyeon's album yes. rather came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This album, which Queen. again we'll probably talk about in another episode. Guys, the <laughs> reason why we consume content is yes. so we can talk about something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always in that mode of like, um, oh no, we have nothing to talk about. I should probably uh... consume. <laughs> that is also why I started watching K dramas again after so uh, long. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, so all these SM artists coming out with new stuff, and Brave Girls also came out with a new yeah. album, very neutral. Yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah, just a lot of new new stuff coming around, just like as as you mentioned. Um, but we're not gonna be talking about any of the things that we actually just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just follow us on Spotify and and wait for those episodes. Um, yes. But uh, this time around, we ha- we actually we're not alone. We're it's not just me and Mika in this. Wow. In this. We are not alone, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, that, that, that's something I, I I I tell myself every time we record. <laughs> Hopefully, people are listening to us. Uh, yeah. Um, Let us know, guys, that you're out there. Right, right. But literally, we're we're literally not alone in this uh, in this episode because we actually have a guest this time around, um, yeah. and not a first time guest. This guest has actually been on the show previously, uh, yeah. in our in our last season. If you've been listening, he was super shy back then. Right, right. But now he even said, "Let's talk about it on your yes. podcast." Now he's Whoa. suggesting the topics Man. and you know, uh, really pushing for these episodes to happen. <laughs> so, An integral part a new, of the a, podcast. A new PD, <laughs> a new PD, and the, <laughs> yes. the team. So yeah, we're happy to have him back. Uh, none other than uh, Jarek, our good friend, on the show. What's up, Bond? Show yourself. Make yourself. Make yourself hello. Yeah. <laughs> How have you been? I've been fine. Um, chilling. Nice. It's interesting because a lot of the things you guys mentioned have been appearing in my feed almost like YouTube knows her friends. <laughs> uh, it's the gift of the algos. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, it's pretty uncanny. Even stuff that I, even stuff that you don't necessarily follow, but then you know your friends it's follow somehow end up, I don't know. It's very creepy, but <laughs> I guess it works. Brings us brings us closer together. Or farther apart. <laughs> you realize, ah, oh, my friends don't have taste. Stop. <laughs> it's um it's and opening me to a whole new world of uh different nice. entertainment. Yeah. So I guess I guess the lesson here is uh be careful of what you watch, guys. Who knows yeah. your friends might, might <laughs> Yeah. Or pick pick your friends wisely. <laughs> pick your friends wisely. Right, right. Yeah, so we're we're actually here to talk about something that Jarek is also has also been following and actually suggested propagated. Well, suggested to me. I I, I don't know if he was not suggested it to you or you, oh, you Mika suggested it to me. Of course. To yeah. <laughs> I begged Mika to watch. Yeah. And then Mika assigned her mom to watch. Yeah. And then my mom told me to watch. And you know you listen to your mom. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great segue actually into exactly. what, what, what the show is all about that we're going to talk about today. Um, and it's a Chinese uh, Netflix series. Came out uh twenty eight. A few years back already, but still pretty relevant. I think will still re- stay relevant for many years. But yeah, it was a uh, what was the word like a? It's an anthology. A, anthology, yes, that's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, so it's it's not necessarily <laughs> a chronological narrative, but like different uh, narratives per episode in uh, in one show. Jerry, maybe you can tell us yes. how you first discovered the show. Or was it like another algo algorithm? Yeah, gift? actually, it was a gift by the algorithm. Because <laughs> I follow uh, a YouTube channel that recaps Arlong, uh 
or long movies and stuff into like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I don't watch this. So the, the, the clickbait title is like, if you don't get this IQ, you are executed by the government. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. The recap was episode five. And then I thought, oh, this is interesting. So I ended up watching the series and I was so freaking stressed watching it. Every, every episode I would message someone like, please, please watch this show with me. It's so intense. Um, yeah, it's really intense. I don't know how much I can give away. I don't think we mentioned the title of the show yet. So what is the title of the show? Oh, the, the Chinese title is Nita Heights of Ushuni the Heights of Your child is not your child properly? Yeah. Is that what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then the English title on Netflix is On Children. So intense. Yes, On Children. Yeah, so I guess you were like super stressed by it and you had to make sure other people share that stress with you. Yeah. And one of those people happened to be Mika. Thanks, and Mika Small. Her mom. <laughs> And okay, it was it was like this. Bond told me, please watch this, please watch this. And in our family, only one device has Netflix. And I'm too lazy to always like use that device. It's my mom's laptop. So I told her, You watch this now. It's Taiwan, blah blah blah. And she watched one episode and she was like, You need to watch it. So I watched it and then Wait, it was your mom first yeah, who watched yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She watched like oh, one okay, okay. episode ahead, like so she and she was the one who yeah, told she, you to watch. She told me to watch, and <laughs> so then you I was listen like, to your mom. Yeah, and then that's what I said. <laughs> you listen to your mom, so I watched it, and then I was like, "Yo, yo!" <laughs> right, <laughs> I was messaging Vaughn right. through the like because I watched chronologically from the first episode or let's say the first chapter, story. first story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, my mom didn't. She watched episode five first so when i was explaining like wow the scene where they're like this like this and then she was like what are you talking about (laughs) and then i was like huh didn't you watch episode one and she's like oh i watched episode five and then we were like man this this just means that we need to continue (laughs) um so my mom finished before i did but anyway so i was sharing my stress with bond (laughs) because he knew everything already by the time that i was watching and then my mom also influenced other people to watch it. So shout out to her friends who also got stressed. Yes. Um, but yeah. Probably they have probably they, they had a discussion about this under, you know, no, uh, well, chat. My mom or... was like, Thank God I'm not like this. And I was like, same. <laughs> like, Thank God you're not like that. But more on that from Bon. Why? Why? Yeah. What is like why? that? What, yeah. what, what is what is Megan mean? By the like way that? I, I like introduce the show. Whenever I ask people to watch it with me, it's like it's all about a mother's love that has gone wrong. <laughs> because you, like the you struggle is real. I still don't have the right words. Okay, both of you guys are high-performing individuals, and. I think I'm also uh, an okay performing individual. I'm not saying this show is relatable, but you can sympathize mm. with the children on this show, especially being in high pressure environments. Right, right. And I think it's it's not a like a new theme that we see in a lot of these like Asian dramas. I'd say like Sky Castle. We've talked about like all these like different yeah. K dramas in the past that sort of depict these kind of uh, 
mother's love gone wrong, uh, yeah. high performing children, pressures of society and whatever. I guess it's not a new theme. But what did you say makes it unique in its I own think way? What makes On Children so unique is that it pushes it to the extreme much more than other shows do. In other shows, it's like it's there in the background, but it's not the main topic. And On Children just takes it to a whole different level. Like it shows you the breakdown of the kids and the breakdown of the mom. And everyone's just breaking down yeah. and internally shouting. The, uh, the audience, the viewers also yeah, break but it's like, it's raw. There's a lot of raw emotion, I think, in every episode. Um, to me, episode two was so yeah. intense. It's not the best episode, but, but it was so freaking intense. Like there was this one scene where the kid just broke down in the middle of the streets as he was uh, being taken away by the cops, I think. And it's God, he's nuts. <laughs> but you can you can totally understand. You can totally see yeah. how he got yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and it's so. I don't want to say it's so real, visceral. but it, yeah, it's visceral. <laughs> and wow, it's just. Wow. <laughs> I hope you guys can feel the... <laughs> Those are yeah. the best. Like, I can imagine that as a review on like IMDb yeah. or something, you know. It's, it's just it's literally typing wow. out, wow. It's, it's just, so, wow. It, that that, that <laughs> scene where he yeah. broke down, I think that was primal. I would say, like, it, it, it evokes such strong feelings from you that it's like, oh my God. I can totally mm-hmm. see how this happened. But at the same time, I cannot wrap my brain. Yeah, it's, it's so extreme, it. but at the same time, the, the I guess the emotions and the I guess things that many people encounter day to day, except they just don't make most people just don't make those choices, I guess, <laughs> or take yeah. it to that extreme yeah, level. Yeah. But it, it's all rooted in in um, relationships and feelings that we were probably familiar with and situations that we're familiar with. You, you were talking about that scene in episode two, but is there a specific episode that maybe? Three. You know, <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask the question. Yeah, go ahead, Mika. Of course. Yes. <laughs> answer, answer the sorry, question. Sorry, sorry. So, uh, Mika, do you want to okay. take Bond, this one? You can. Oh my god. Episode three. Wow. It's a masterpiece. I, I think the title of this uh, this episode is gonna be just wow. wow. Yeah, and it's Molly's last day. And in the first, what, like 10 minutes? I was so surprised. First ten minutes, I, I was like, "This is gonna be my favorite." Yeah, I yeah. I mean, just a just a comparison between like so I've so I've only watched episode three in its entirety. The other one that I've seen but not finished is episode five, and I think just from the first five minutes, it's like there's a there's a clear difference. I feel like in terms of like even comparing it, for example, with like K drama like Sky Castle, right, where somebody, well, somebody dies in the first episode. Uh, whoops and in, in this like the very premise I mean it's obviously Molly's last day so you know somebody's gonna yeah. die so uh, but then even if you know that that's gonna happen like just seeing it happen and how it happens makes you just want to figure out also it, it sort of puts you in that journey that the yeah. mother is in as well if you read the synopsis like the mother tries to figure out why Molly committed suicide so uh, and so you're also mm-hmm. put into that lens as well from the get go which I think mm-hmm. made that particular episode a lot more powerful versus, I guess, episode five, which yeah. was a lot more. The first five minutes were like a lot of world building in a way. I feel like they're trying to introduce like the whole context of what was happening. That's just my opinion, and which is why I ended up 
finishing episode three with no one sitting. Uh, yeah, we're proud of you for choosing three. Three is the three best. Is the best. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I I had I had the I had the cheat sheet from you guys. You you recommended a a viewing yeah. order. What is right? the viewing order again, Bon? For all our viewers, uh, listeners rather, is to start with episode five. Because I think episode five is the tropes that we are most used to in a dystopian world. Uh, it's very reminiscent of Hunger Games, mm. or yeah. That's and true. then episode yeah. two, to give yourself a stark contrast from episode five, because episode five is more sci-fi, uh, technology dystopian. Episode two, it's more uh, right. abstract. Uh, fan- it has more fantastical elements rather than. Uh, yeah. sci-fi elements but uh it's a very different flavor uh but it's also so very intense uh it's a slow build-up but oh man it gets intense then of course the next is the best episode episode three i think yeah. sits perfectly where it is it's just mm. five episodes anyway and episode three i think <laughs> perfect even even where it sits in the watch order if you watch it chronologically Wow. <laughs> and then episode Amen. one Amen. and then four. Uh, one and four, to me, they're interchangeable. Mm. But uh, I liked episode one mm. more than episode four. Uh, so I, oh, I would recommend one to then four. I don't like the ending yeah. of one. Ah, uh, yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah. It has very disturbing Go and find out. Yeah, so there you have it. The, the cheat yeah. codes, the uh, five, two, three, one, four. Yeah. Five, two, three, one, four. <laughs> and I think the... Th- uh, something that Bon was alluding to earlier was like there's sci-fi elements there's like fantastical elements so you can think about this as like a Black Mirror-esque yeah. kind of series so that's yeah why. that's where the extreme part yeah. comes yeah. in and actually episode 3 reminded me of uh, a, a, an actual Black Mirror episode season 4 there, there was a mother and ah. she's basically monitoring her she opted to install a, uh, a chip that monitors <laughs> everything her daughter sees yeah, basically the ending, the daughter ends up beating up her mom. In the, yeah, in the I remember show. that episode. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously there were other elements that in, in episode three that were not that were different, but that whole aspect of monitoring and having that that eagle eye on the children, yeah, reminded me of you, that. You know, that's that's interesting that you pointed out in in Black Mirror, she chose to exert her anger externally towards someone else, i.e., her mom. In episode yeah. three, she killed yeah. herself. She took all that anger and pain internally. internally. It, Actually, that might be... Is that an Asian I mean, kind like, of like response? We think? avoid conflict with others so much that we choose to keep it all inside. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's pretty interesting. I, don't know. I never watched Black Mirror, so... <laughs> um, hmm. But also, like, we were talking about the first five to ten minutes of episode three and i think what really hooked me in is how uneventful the scene was when she decided to kill herself it was so muted you could see it from the webcam and then from the webcam it became like the real scene and like what it's the first like 10 minutes and she killed herself and it's so uneventful it was like as if it was so normal it's like, what the fuck? I can feel the struggle and the stress all over again. Just thinking about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 
our chat was also like just full of that. Like, what the heck? <laughs> and like, like all the stickers and the, the gifs with stressed faces. Like, oh like, my god, what's going on? Like, yeah, and like, because you knew everything, <laughs> yeah. right? So I, <laughs> you would just respond to me being stressed, like, the, it gets like, worse. There were comedic bits. <laughs> Let's yeah, be yeah, honest, yeah. like, it's a great the timing of the comedy perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, true. the way she offed herself. Oh my god. Sorry, and then when you said the comedic bits, <laughs> I immediately thought of the, the, the best one friend. in episode three. Yeah, yeah, the best friend. And I was like, dude, it was so obvious. And you were like, what? I actually <laughs> thought I wouldn't be able to finish the so episode funny. like halfway through. Did it um, oh. get boring? Uh, episode yeah, three. like I feel like I, I, I divided the episode into like two parts. Like the first part is pretty common tropes that I've watched and seen in other shows uh, I mean obviously apart from I mean the, the thing that kicked it off right the the second half of the show is what I call probably like uh, what I call quote unquote just read the damn book it, it goes towards like a sci-fi kind of tech angle eventually it all gets at least from the you can see sort of the parallel between the sister and the mother with regards to how they deal with, with the suicide right the mother goes to like all these lengths and you know gets into some frontier tech yeah. a- a- experiment whereas the, the sister just just yeah. reads the damn book. And at the end, the mother just reads the damn book as well. <laughs> so it's like she goes through all that just to eventually end up reading the book. Yeah, just to yeah. give some context. So the, the girl killed herself, writes like a whole short story before she jumps. And that sort of laid out exactly sort of the feelings that she wasn't able to share. But yeah, that, that was sort of what made me like, I remember like that last half of the episode was, yeah, I was just like watching straight through um, <laughs> and, and just seeing her descent into into madness. I feel like it's always that normality, but then at, at some point it, exactly. it descends into madness. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's correct for the other yeah. episodes as well. I feel like episode three is powerful in that it's the most real. Normal. Yeah, it's the most normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the Even most... the context is like yeah. the context itself yeah. is normal, right? Like the the whole family was there. Um, it it was messed up how subtle Molly was uh being pushed. Uh, for for context, like the parents were both prestigious academic members, and the eldest child Molly was like a star pupil, and the little sister was uh a bit slower. The way the little sister responds to the mom, and I think that was. Very, very powerful. The yes. looking, oh my gosh. You're, mm. you're always concerned yeah. about it. I remember I yeah. messaged you at that moment. I was like, oh, no, no, no. You <laughs> told me. You told me, like, I'm sure you're going to message me when Again. <laughs> a certain line comes. And yeah. then it was that. I was like, Who's oh, looking? God. Yeah. Because the mom can, yeah. always talks about the, the shame that the daughter brings in for not being as intelligent as yeah. her elder sister. Or the parent, the the guilt tripping. I could have been someone if I had a time. Right, you. right, yeah. I think the sister. You can also see a parallel between how Molly yeah. handled the the stress versus the sister. You know, like Molly couldn't vocalize it, and so had to write it down. But then the sister was a lot more confrontational, and I guess had the benefit, for better or for worse, learning from from Molly. Right. So you can also see that it's not just a it's not just a mom daughter relationship, but it's also like there's also a sister relationship mm-hmm. that's explored there. Also, like. The whole thing about the elder child versus like the younger siblings. Right, right. And I feel like the sister is more likely to respond to it by just yeah. like running away. Yes. I, th- I think it, in a way it, it explores all these different like scenarios or possibilities within that kind of relationship. Um, it is a scene where 
the mom used yeah. that like sci-fi attack to tap into Molly's memories and like to literally be in Molly's shoes as the mom over time gradually you know puts that pressure on her and then eventually it fades into this montage of the mom shouting and shouting at, at the daughters that was such an amazing scene for me and then the mom came to the conclusion that someone killed her child and it was her yeah in her in her yes. search to look for somebody to wow. blame she ultimately yeah. blames herself and again, that's yeah. the whole like anger being directed in um, words. Best episode, swear guys. Sorry mm-hmm. for the spoilers, Best episode. but like you should watch it to see. Even how I it think all even unfolds. if you spoil it, <laughs> you know, seeing it all play out, it's wild man. I guess to to us, Mika, we have the added benefit of actually understanding the language to to some degree. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, it yeah, yeah. seem more um, real. And Real. organic to us. We have pinned messages for quotable lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. There's from one. episode this one. This is from episode one. But like, I feel like it thematically sums up the entire series or like the entire anthology anyway because it's a theme. recurring theme, I would say. Um, but anyway, it says, uh, So life is our own. How how they grow no matter up, where who life they come leads to be, you. Um, it's our responsibility. And then the last line, oh my gosh. Um, which is like, if we blame others, like it's cowardly. a very cowardly thing to do. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> It's true though, like we control what we can. Right, right. Intense, intense, and I am thankful that my parents are not like that. <laughs> I hope that everyone's parents I think won't end up like that. The so. way episode three ended. So freaking good, man. Yeah, it was the best. But, We're telling you guys, yeah. it is the best episode. I think it was in the book. The book that she wrote. It was an award winning book or a story that she wrote. And then in in like the, the interview she had she or yeah. I don't know if if she said this in an interview or during one of her like <sighs> consults with the psych. She said something that I don't know if I should be thankful or sad with this uh, upbringing that I had because it allowed me to to write I mean, this award-winning story or book. And it's <laughs> like that's so yeah real because yeah, it's quite an interesting turn of fate. How yeah, right? that um. Her experience with her mom, that relationship led to such a creative piece of work, at least as told in the story. And sometimes people say like the funniest people or, you know, the most creative people have, have, have gone through some tough times, right? And that's where they sort of draw Oof. their, yeah. their create like their creativity and inspiration and, yeah. you know, their Happiest motivation to the... create all these, yeah. you know, wonderful, you know, pieces of art. That that aspect also was very apparent. Yeah, so you guys should definitely again uh, going back Watch to Jarek's review is uh, wow, just wow. Uh, yeah, that's the episode description. <laughs> right, right. Wow, I already know what wow. I'm gonna write when I uh, upload this upload this episode. Um, yeah, and on that note, I think what did you guys decide to have for our recommended song for this episode? Just wow. <laughs> is there even a song that can you know uh, capture this? Okay. I don't even know because like usually we would recommend something that is in line with the theme of what we talked about, right? But then of course we are advocating for healthy 
family relationships and healthy relationships in general. So, <laughs> um, plus, it's very hard to find a song <laughs> with you know all those. It's angst, not a very stuff. Welcome theme. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Especially as Asians who are like you know filial piety or xiao shun, which is like one of the main virtues、mm. or values that we really try to cultivate, but. I guess this is a sign for all of us to be more self-aware. I guess, <laughs>、uh, our song recommendation for today is "Ting Mama Ta Hua" by Jay Cho. So "Ting Mama Ta Hua" is listen to your mom. <laughs> Hopefully, listen to your mom when it's like a good advice or like when it's good instruction, like my mom telling me to watch this. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So、uh, another、uh, song from Jay Cho. I don't think this is the first time that we. Featured. I think it is the first time that we featured Jay Cho. Oh, okay, but I but I, I remember just talking about him a lot. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Jay, Jay Cho, Cho Taiwanese. Jay Cho is Taiwanese. Oh,、yeah. perfect! <laughs> just like the show, he's the, also the star of Kung Fu Double, right? That's a very、uh, specific reference. He's in Green Hornet, yes, guys. <laughs> that too. <laughs> anyway, to wrap up this episode, please go get stressed and watch the series on children. But for now, we will leave you with a more uplifting, probably more heartwarming song from Jay Cho. This is Team Mama Ta Hua. Thanks everyone for tuning in to the weekly stand. Bye. Bye. See you guys in the next episode. Yeah,